Bonjour, ça va? It's Amanda and welcome to the Creative Steam podcast. This is the place where I try and help keep you sane and creative working from home and help you go from fed up to fired up to accelerate your business growth with the tools and lessons I've learned over the years. This week, I'm going to be talking to you about a tool that I have found really useful over the years and the evolutions of my business. I came across it when I was in eSpark. It was an entrepreneurial hub and I was evolving from my events business at the time into coaching. And it was in this really swanky building. We were like on the fifth floor. It was almost like penthouse. It was a three month program and I secured a place in there and I was really chuffed. I was in amongst some incredible businesses and they taught us every week certain things and tools and resources that we're going to help you and us grow our business journey. And yeah, I just remember, apart from all the incredible people and the businesses, I made some great friends there that I'm still in touch with today. But it was, you know, like those trendy offices that have all the funky furniture and they have like this outrageous paint scheme or like these pictures on the wall that are just amazing images. And I remember one area, it was like an L shape. And I remember one part of the floor, we had the whole floor. It was basically a white white wall and you could draw on it. You could brainstorm your ideas on it. And I absolutely loved it. Like loads of us loved it. And I still can't convince Christoph to have that in our home. For some reason, he prefers pictures, but there we go. Hey, it was a really cool place. I learned loads of stuff. Just to finish off on a bit of a story about that, like every week we had to do um, an elevator pitch or we had this meeting area, which we went in and it had bean bags and everything else. It was very cool and funky. But if you were ever late, you had to do this elevator pitch and well, your elevator pitch. And I made sure I was never late, but I was a couple of times and they just pick on you like to do it. It was a really good thing, like you're pushing you out of your comfort zone. But anyway, it was really fun. And This is one of the tools that I learned there that I'm going to share with you today because I continue to do it. So I did it at the very start of creating Creative Women's Mastermind, what my business is today. And I have done it since. I'm still in my first year with this business, but I have done it since. I want to do another one because I'm going into a new like quarterly goal session in terms of where I am in my timeline. I lost a couple of months this year with a skiing accident and something else. And yeah, basically... I am 100% behind this tool. I highly recommend it, especially if you're starting out, but definitely in any evolution of your business and along the way, it is really good just to check in and get that clarity and take that step back from your business. Actually, like look at it almost like from a helicopter 360 view. So you're looking down as the leader of your business and these are the elements, there's nine of them where you go through and actually think about and decide certain decisions, I guess, for your business. So it's called the Business Model Canvas. I have created one for you to make it really easy. So if you go to creativewomensmastermind.com forward slash canvas, you can download your version there. Equally, if you want to grab a notebook and pen, do that. One thing I would say is if you do download the canvas um, from my site, creativewomensmastermind.com forward slash canvas, 
I would also grab some coloured post-its if you've got them too. I use post-its going through the canvas just to save printing loads of canvases off because things will change. You want to think about things and then come back to it perhaps. So if you want to pause the show, grab your download and notebook, post-its, whatever it is you need. I'm going to be talking you through basically how the canvas works with it in front of me so I can talk you through it. So why I love this business model canvas is because it's like a mini business plan and it it by no means is detailed enough for a banking business plan or if you need to apply for finance in a grant, whatever it is, like this is not that. But what it does, it allows you to get and think about your foundation blocks of your business. And there are nine of them, as I mentioned earlier, and it'll take, I don't know, it can take anything from 20 minutes to two hours, depending on where you are in your business. And obviously, like how much you already know and how much you have in place. But I have created the canvas for you and I've put some prompts on there with questions as well, which will help you go through it each section. But it's a really good way of looking over your business at a glance. So starting off then with the nine business blocks, they are key partners, key activities, key resources, your cost structure, value proposition. The value word does have a place in this, by the way. Customer relationships, channels, customer segments and revenue streams. And I do not want that to sound overwhelming. They are basically nine building blocks to your business. And I'm going to go into each one. They're easy to do, not necessarily easy to implement and execute, but they're easy to get your head around. So I'm going to work from the canvas looking right to left because for me that's kind of where I needed to start because with your ideal customer in mind. The first section on the right is customer segment and this is basically who are your customers, who are your clients, who are you going to be creating value for, who are you going to be helping, who are they, this is helping you identify who your clients, customers are and who you're creating your product or service for. So what segment of the market are you interested in? Is it B2B? Is it business to business? Is it B2C, business to consumer? Who is that person? Are they male, female, married, single? What are their aspirations and dreams? What are their hobbies? What are their interests? This is basically your ideal clients. Are they corporate? Are they female entrepreneurs? Are they freelancers? Are they mums? All of those details are to go in this customer segment. And there are lots of client, they call it your ICA in the online business world. It's your ideal client avatar. And there are exercises to do to get to your ideal client if you're confused or it's not clear. But I'm not going to be going into that in this episode. I will make another episode about your ideal client and what exercises I've used to find my ideal client. But this is trying to identify who your customer is or your client. And by the way, did you know, fun fact, did you know the difference between customers and clients? I learned this in my early years as an event manager, funnily enough, in the agency. And the difference between clients and customers is generally customers are a retail, more importantly, one time transaction and a client is more an ongoing relationship and I think more service based. So they could be repeat or it's an ongoing and they keep buying more services from you. That's the difference. Basically, it's customers are like one time retail and a client is a service relationship. So I hope that's a bit clearer as well. If you do get confused between a client and customer, there is a subtle difference. Certainly for Creative Women's Mastermind, it's clients. I call them members, but they're clients ultimately. 
It's an ongoing relationship for me and them. It's important for me as a value of my business. It's a value of me, even as a human, it's connection. So for me, it's more about clients slash members having that ongoing relationship. To sum up customer segment, it's who are your customers or clients? Who are you creating value for? Who are you helping? Who would you like to buy your product or service? Moving on to the second one is customer relationships. Client and customer relationships, blimey, so important. I cannot stress it enough. Initially, how do you even get a client or a customer, right? How do you get them? How are you then going to keep them and upsell to them? How are you going to interact with them? How are you going to interact with your new customers, your potential customers? How are you going to manage their expectations when they first get started with you? What relationship do they expect working with you? Do you need to create a project plan? Do you need to set a call every week, every month? What is it that you need to do? How are you going to build that know, like and trust factor? For me at Creative Women's Mastermind, like my core value is connection. It is all about connection and having company in your working day. And it's all about relationships for me. I didn't want the one-time transaction. For me, it's more deeper and meaningful and it's an ongoing relationship as much for me as for the members in themselves. And it comes back to that connection. What do you want? Yes, for you as a business leader, but also for them as a member or as a customer, as a client with you. What do you want them to experience? What do you want them to feel and have in their day? How do you want them to benefit? And it's important that you keep building that know, like and trust factor. But obviously, initially, you've got to get that know, like and trust factor in order for them to come on board with you in the first place. So it's how do you get a customer, client, keep and upsell them as well? How do you interact with them and your new customers, any potential customers? And what type of relationship can they expect working with you? The third building block is channels and this is all about how you are going to deliver your product or your service and how you're going to reach your customers and clients. So for example, if you're a product-based business, are you going to be doing all the packing and the posting and the delivering yourself? Unlikely. So you're going to be possibly talking to a fulfillment house. You're going to be talking to, if you're in the UK, Royal Mail, or you're going to be using a private courier. If you're a service-based business, what platforms are you going to be used to connect with your new and existing customers and clients? Are they, so for example, I'm using iTunes to broadcast my podcast and I'm also using Zoom to make sure I can connect with my members and also my clients. Basically, it comes down to how you're going to reach your customers and clients. Are you going to be reaching them via Facebook by running an ad? Are you going to be pitching yourself as a leader to run a masterclass, doing some guest blogging, doing some PR? I do touch on this. This actually covers slightly another building block as well. But I think it's important to highlight that actually there is quite a difference between a product-based business and a service-based business. But essentially, if you can answer the two questions, how are you going to deliver your product or service? And how are you going to be reaching your clients and customers? Fourth building block is value proposition. And obviously, you know, I have a love-hate relationship with this word, but in this context, it totally works. So the value proposition is basically the promise of the value slash help that you are going to deliver. And it's just the exchange. That is simply it. I have also included a value proposition exercise with the canvas. Same download, creativewomensmastermind.com forward slash canvas. 
The value proposition statement is also included on that. It's a really useful exercise to do. Don't get caught up in it. You don't need to overthink it, but it is important that you do it. You need to know the exchange. You need to understand the product service you are delivering and the value that provides for your customer or client. This is writing down the benefits and features that you provide to your customer and the experience they feel with your product or service. Once you've broken those down, it's really easy to then start to pull a succinct marketing statement together like slash elevator pitch, or you can use on your copy and your website, whatever it is. It's that that you can then actually really understand what your clients are going to tap into in terms of how it's going to benefit them. And it's that kind of language that you need on your website and in your copy and everything else. You need to understand how it benefits your client. It's great as an entrepreneur. We love our own ideas. Well, sometimes we love our own ideas, but it's important to validate them. It's important to actually get into your customer and client's head and understand how they are going to perceive the value that you are providing for them. And they will have a difference of opinion to your difference of opinion. Of course, they will. Some of them more than others. Some will value it like five times the price, 10 times the price. Some will not. Oh, I'm sorry. Did you hear that stomach rumble? (laughs) Some customers will see immense value in what you're offering. Some won't see any value. So it's really important to maintain a perspective and to validate your idea and to get that research done. And I know it all seems overwhelming. There's a lot of steps to go through, but it's so important at this stage, certainly starting your business. Like I say, if you're doing this through your business, when you're going through a bit of an evolution or you're just taking stock and you just need a bit of clarity, then you've already, I assume, validated your idea. So then it is just a case of tweaking, tweaking with this and reassessing, possibly realigning the marketing, the strategy, the building blocks, even maybe if it's just one or two, you maybe need to just tweak, but it's so worth doing. Don't get caught up in the value proposition. I've created a really easy template, but basically you need to answer the questions and understand what value do you deliver to your customer or client? What problems are you solving for them? That is where the nuggets are. That is why they're going to part with their cash. And also remember that customers and clients will pay for things that you may not think anyone would pay for. But chances are, if it's been a pain point for you, it's also going to be a pain point for your customer that isn't where you are yet. You're ahead of them. You need to remember that. Therefore, you can help them. And people want shortcuts. People don't have the time to always invest in going to Google and finding out the hard way. And it's also not tailor-made for them. For example, I had a ski accident at the start of this year and I basically, I lost three months out of my business before I even sort of could comprehend making any sensible decisions and actually even having the energy to carry on doing even like the smallest of tasks. So I knew I needed a speedy recovery for my knee. I also was uncertain at the time whether I would need surgery. The doctor and the MRI person couldn't decide between them whether I needed surgery or not. But what they did know is that I had to wait for the swelling to go down. I knew I needed a speedy recovery and I had to do everything in my power to make sure I got my knee back to 100%. So I invested in a nutritionist. I thought, what's going to help me? I've got to help myself, but I've also got to know what I need to do. And... Yes, I can read online. I could spend hours online, but actually I didn't have the strength. I didn't have the energy. And actually I really needed a tailor-made 
that one-to-one personal attention on it. I needed to talk through what the injury was. I needed to talk through what was going on with the doctor and what they were saying. I paid for that. I could have spent hours looking on the internet and trawling. But actually, I wanted a succinct solution. And as a result, I am what we now four months after the accident. I've got 90% of my mobility back in my knee. I don't have to have surgery. And I genuinely believe that has been a massive part of it, obviously, along with physio and everything else. But it has been investing in myself. So do not underestimate that people will invest in themselves to find a solution quicker than going the long way round of Google and asking their mates and not dedicating time with it. Because one thing I do know and I have found out in the many years of working in business since 2013, unless people part with cash, they do not have skin in the game. And it is very easy to carry on with the free help. And yes, there are points in my business where I've had to get free help because that's all I've been able to afford. But it is when I've made the investment in myself that I have really noticed a big shift in either me or my business. Obviously, nutrition was more personal. So please believe that your clients or your customers will invest in themselves when they know, like and trust you, but they do need to understand the value that you're providing them and giving them in exchange for their hard earned cash. Building block number five, revenue streams. And this is simply about how you are going to bring money into your business. Like how is the business going to be earning the revenue from your customers and clients delivering that value proposition? I.e. is it going to be a subscription, monthly recurring payment, quarterly or annually? Is it going to be licensing? Obviously, that's popular with software. Is it going to be products via a third party like affiliate links? Are you going to offer a freemium model? Is it one-to-one consulting and coaching? Is it a one-time purchase? Is it a franchise? Is it bricks and mortar? Is it e-commerce? So there's a few different revenue streams that you can look into, but you will know, like trust your gut. You will know and trust your instinct. I always say that. It's not always easy to do, but I can honestly say every time I've ignored my instinct, it definitely has bitten me on the bum. So think about how you want to work. Yes, now. I was talking to a member in the lounge actually this week and she's at the beginning stages of her business. It's a product based business. And what I said to her, I'll say to you, what you start off with right now is not necessarily where you will be in three to six months. You will make lots of difficult slash tough decisions en route and it can change and it will change. If your business isn't growing and evolving anyway, then, you know, we need to have another chat. (laughs) But One thing I would stress is what you start out with at this stage, it doesn't have to be set in stone forever. And that is why it is so important to keep doing this business model canvas throughout your business, whether it's every three months, six months or annually. It's just so important to check in again with yourself, get some clarity over where your business is going. So that's revenue streams, pretty straightforward. You basically need to know where you're getting the money from and how your business is bringing in that money from your clients and customers by delivering that value proposition. Okay, building block number six, key activities. This is all about what you need to do well to make money. What activities do you need to do to provide the value to the customer? Are you going to be facilitating? Are you going to be teaching? Are you going to be connecting people? Like, What is it that lights you up? Where's the joy for you? And where do you feel aligned? Because if you're aligned, your energy will be right. And that's what you need to be focusing on in terms of your key activities in the business. 
Okay, building block number seven, key resources. So this is all about what resources you need in place to deliver your value proposition. So what do you need to make your business function, basically? So this can be things like machinery, platforms, people, money. So, for example, you're likely going to need a laptop or desktop and probably the resources to have a backup if that breaks or certainly a contingency plan. Do you need to have Zoom? Do you need to have an email provider? Do you need to have a key supplier on board? Do you need to have a coach, mastermind? What are those elements and those resources that you need in order to deliver that service slash product for your clients and customers? Building block number eight, key partners. And this is all about who is going to help you deliver on your value proposition. Is it just you? Do you need to hire freelancers to help you on specific projects? Do you need a VA for support and to do the more admin tasks so you can focus on leading the business and doing actually where your energy and where your skill set is? Do you need to work with some PR and are you going to be featured in magazines? Are you going to be focusing on guest blogs? Are they going to help you deliver your product or service and your value proposition for your clients and customers? This isn't so much key partners in the true sense of a you know business partner as such. This is more for me anyway. It's more about building relationships and having somebody on board that's going to help you deliver your product or service to your clients and customers. And one thing I would say about key partners is that this is likely to change along the way. This is, as I've said before, an evolving process. I think it's really important to do this every six months at least in your business. You change as a leader. Your business will evolve because it's growing. You're growing as an individual. So it is an evolving document. So this is likely to change your key partners. So yeah, just bear that in mind. Building block number nine, cost structure. So what are your major costs for your business? They're really driven from your key resources and your key activities. So it's machinery, the platforms you pay for, the people that you're paying for for your support and the marketing to keep the business going. So what is it that you need in place in order for your business to function properly to deliver your value proposition to your customer and clients? Make sure you capture not only the monthly costs like Canva, Zoom, Adobe Creative Cloud if you use that, whatever it is that you're using, your email provider, but it is also the bigger costs like, for example, the microphone that's in front of me, the laptops, the desktops, branded clothing, whatever it is that you need. If you're a product-based business, you'll have all those supplier costs in terms of your materials. Cost structure is essentially capturing all those costs you need in order to run your business and to make it function and to deliver your service and product for your clients' customers. So remember, if you want to go through this canvas, visit creativewomensmastermind.com forward slash canvas, where you will have your very own copy of the business model canvas. I have also included the value proposition canvas and the elevator pitch marketing statement, which blimey, we can get so hung up on that is unbelievable. So these are three really good tools where you can get some clarity on your business and get those thoughts out of your head and actually get it out on paper and you will feel so much better for doing it. Trust me, it's a really good exercise. All of them are very good exercises to go through. Like I say, it depends on where you are in your business. It may take you 20 minutes. It may take you two hours, but it's so worth investing the time and making that commitment and dedicating the time to do it. 
So thanks for listening today. And if you enjoyed the episode, please do subscribe, rate and review. And I can't wait to connect with you next time. Bye.